Welcome to Drink the Press with your host, Drunk Todd. If it's the morning after, it must be Drink the Press. This week is our Drink a Fifth of July special, brought to you in part by Zeke's Rock and Roll Barbecue in Ferndale, Michigan. And we'll begin after this message from Gardner Van Furniture. Gardner Van Furniture is proud to announce our 5th of July day without a sale sale. That's right. We're so confident that our items are appropriately priced that for one day only this year, we are not running a gimmicky sale. No employee discounts, even for employees. We will not pay your sales tax. We will not match other realtors. No free coffee, no hot dogs, no popcorn. No red tags, no blue tags, no yellow tags, no white tags. This is a one day a year that we won't jack around our prices and send our sales vultures out to peer over your shoulders and upsell you Scotchgard or polishing kits or any of that bull. Just the prices. One day only. But hurry, because once this sale is over, it's another 364 days of confusing sales, misleading advertising, and sleazy sales tactics. Gardner Van Furniture. Our first story today is in automotive news. Driver using Tesla's autopilot beta software dies while watching Harry Potter film. Grown man and Tesla owner Harry Humplestick is in dead condition at this hour following an accident that saw his Tesla electric vehicle run into the trailer of an 18-wheeler while using Tesla's beta autopilot feature and simultaneously watching Harry Potter and the blah blah blah. Tesla is clear that the software is not yet ready for full autonomous driving and that the driver needs to be alert and have their hands on the wheel while using the feature. Henry apparently was either confident enough in the software to trust it implicitly or had a crippling Harry Potter addiction. Mourners at Harry's service included people who don't back up their hard drive and people who use password as their banking passwords. A second tragedy occurred at the funeral home when thieves realized everyone at the service had left their keys in their cars and made off with their non-autonomous automobiles. In entertainment news, America owes MTV an apology. The entire country of America owes MTV an apology for complaining that they dropped music videos from their programming following the release of the new Kanye West and Fergie videos. It is clear now that MTV had our best interest at heart. In sports, Joey Chestnut has regained the mustard belt from defending champion Matt the Megatoad Stoney at the annual Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. We sent a reporter there to pretend this was an actual story and not a commercial for hot dogs, and he spoke to Joey Chestnut. Hey everybody, I'm Joey Chestnut, the LeBron James of competitive eating. What do me and LeBron have in common? <laughs> well, I'm the eight-time world hot dog eating champion, and LeBron is the three-time NBA champion. And we both love shoveling phallic foodstuffs into our pie holes. And I'm here to help you be a champion, too. You know, First Lady Michelle Obama says the kids need to participate in more sports to stay healthy. And there's no sport more noble than competitive eating. And the good people at Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs have asked me to tell you about their new fundraiser campaign. The Take Home Competitive Hot Dog Eating Contest. Your school, athletic team, or charity will raise a lot of money selling these exciting new kits that take advantage of the competitive eating craze. Each kit comes with 500 hot dogs and buns, 20 solo cups to fill with water so you can dunk your hot dog bun in them, 20 buckets to catch any reversals, that's vomiting for those of you who don't know, and a hyperlatremia testing kit, you know, in case you overdose on salt. So hey, what do you say, kids? Are you ready to see who can eat the most hot dogs? <laughs> Competitive eating is not just an American tradition, it's a sport. Drink the Press recently asked a local bartender what his biggest customer pet peeves were. Here's the results. 
My biggest pet peeve? Why, it's insufferable fools who dare walk through the doors of my saloon, bar, or tavern. They ask stupid questions. They want to know what types of drinks we offer. It's disgusting. It's borderline perverse. They act as if I'm being paid to provide this service, or that anyone could possibly do this. I am a bartender. The highest form of human being known to man. And you must treat me with the respect I deserve. My anger can only be articulated in the form of an animated gif or jif of one of the characters from Two Broke Girls rolling her eyes. BuzzFeed knows my pain. I do not suffer fools. I've written down some of the unbelievably obscene requests I get. Please, look at my notes and ask away. Make me something fruity and strong. How dare you? What am I? You dare speak to me like I'm a person who makes tasty adult beverages for customers? If you dare approach me, you'd best know exactly what you want. And if you don't, you're allowed two ingredients and one is ice. You're a pathetic wretch of a human being who does not drink every night of the week like I. Can I, I get a mojito? Be gone. Do you not recognize my power as a bartender? You shall get a schlitz. Now tip me 100% or else I shall poison your next beverage. It's my birthday bachelor bachelorette party. I care not for your pathetic earthly excuse to consume. They are beneath me. Do you think I work in the service industry, you nincompoop? Can you take a picture of us? I shall photograph what I please and nothing else. I am the bartender, the most important person on earth. What beers are on tap? No mortal dares speak to the bartender in this way. Visit the website, dullard. I have ice to scoop and limes to slice. This drink doesn't taste right. Can you make another one right? I am flawless and perfect, you non-alcoholic dolt. Consume my error or feel my wrath. I want a blah, 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 and a blah, 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 blah. Oh, and a Guinness. Order the Guinness first, you simpleton. I wish you put to sleep. Next up in food news, Burger King has teamed up with Cheetos to release Cheetos Mac and Cheese. We go now to our food critic, Mark Pans, for a full review. Thanks, Drunk Todd. I went to visit the self-proclaimed king of hamburger sandwiches, Burger King, because they've launched a tubular mass of mac and cheese deep-fried and dusted with Cheetos powder onto an unsuspecting American public, and the public is going wild. I called the Brighton, Michigan location and tried to make a reservation. They told me they don't accept reservations. Well, strike one. When I finally arrived, there were two cars in front of me, and no one even bothered to recognize that I, the driver of my vehicle, was a food critic. I finally approached the illuminated intercom menu thing and gave my order. 
As I pulled around, I was shocked to see that the first drive through window was not only unoccupied, but it likely had never even been used at all. Why did they bother to build it? And couldn't they have used that space as a waste receptacle for the genderless and sexless blobs that frequent this so-called burger kingdom? Why must I suffer at the stall next to these subhuman sacks of flesh as they deposit their undigested Mountain Dew? Strike two. So I waited and waited and was finally given a charming little Cheetos-branded box filled with phallic food tubes that were roughly the color and size of Donald Trump's fingers. I sped away in my Buick sedan so I could revel in their deep-fried goodness in the privacy of Interstate 96. Dipping sauce? Forget it. Nothing was offered or given. The dried bit of cheese powder was awful, and the insides weren't gooey or creamy. They were dry and sad. And napkins? Forget about that. There was nothing. Strike three. I didn't even ask to have it my way. Just in any way a civilized human being might enjoy it so they wouldn't ruin their shirt or put Cheetos dust into the cabin of their entry-level luxury vehicle. I must have looked the fool. I spent over $2.50 on this barely edible food stuff and there was Cheetos dust about my mouth. It was on my shirt, on my trousers, and all about the cabin of my sedan. I would not recommend anybody try this particular item. Burger democracy may be imperfect, but it's the best system we have. Now back to you, Drunk Todd. Also in food news, douchebag thespian Marky Mark Wahlberg has dropped his trowel in Detroit's Greektown neighborhood. The rap actor known as Marky Mark is boasting that he wants to be part of Detroit's renaissance by establishing an expensive hamburger joint in Detroit's Greektown neighborhood. Greektown already has plenty of restaurants and has been established for generations, but Marky Mark is here to save it anyways. Greektown, one of Detroit's most consistently busy neighborhoods, is where the Wahlburgers will be established, and the other 140 square miles of Detroit will continue to be Wahlburger and Funky Bunch free. This must be coincidence, because surely Marky Mark would not try to take advantage of a trend. Construction of the glorified hamburger stand should be complete by the end of the month. Feel the vibrations. Feel it, feel it. Come on! We interviewed presumptive Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump and asked him the following on ISIS. Mr. Donald Trump, what do you think about ISIS? I want to really hear what they have to say. They've endorsed me. They're terrific people. Well, I guess we're going to have to leave it at that. That's it for Drink the Press this week, and as we always say, we're going to have to leave it at that. Check us out at drinkthepress.com. Meow. <laughs>